Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And welcome back. It's Farm to the Show with your hosts, Chris Dickerson, Paul Yanish. I'm not even going to do the tagline because we're going to get straight into it. We just witnessed a wild game. And if you don't mm. know Paul and I's connection, we go back to college days. In particular, Mr. Yanish, if you don't know, 2003 is a national championship winner. 2003 rice owls one of the best teams that i've ever seen or played against and we had our battles we we definitely had our battles in 2003 um but this is you know one thing that's cool about this is this is like a cool time to be in the clubhouse right now you know knowing your history with the school our battles you know guides are in there picking sides and guarantee you got one or two maybe three guys that that went to schools at some of these powerhouses. And so, I mean, it's been a fun week of college baseball and just kind of reliving uh, some of those memories. Yeah, for sure, man. There, So Dickie, we're, we just got done watching that Texas Stanford game, dude, heartbreaking the, the way that that ended. Um, the horrible, the, like as an outfielder, flat ball lost was, in the lights, dude, it's a miserable feeling, right? No, it's not even just the lights. Like, I call it death hour. It's like anything between eight 30 and nine o'clock I call it the death hour. And as soon as you know how it is, like you look at me, like we played yep. Cincinnati, same thing. Like the sun comes up eight 30 and we come out fourth, fourth inning, fifth inning. Like you remember, I would point and be like, yo, yep. my eyes, hey. I can't see or, or I give Help you, or I give you the signal. And, it, but it's a, it's like a, it's a helpless feeling. And for, yeah. for a series that was so good, so good, the back and forth, my yeah. heart sank, sank and watch the kid. And like he was, he was visibly upset, like in tears, which is understandable. And yeah, but that's a, the thing about it. Like these are young kids that if you don't know, like, to be at this level to at these elite schools, you know, 12 of these guys, you know, they're going to go play a little bit of minor league baseball, but a lot of these guys are never going to play again. They're going home. So, you know, Paul, you can, you can talk about that. Like you, you guys were at the top, the top, top. So one of my fondest baseball memories obviously is that you're winning the national championship in college. There's something about the camaraderie, the emotion, all of the stuff. Like it's hard to duplicate college baseball you and I both had the opportunity to play for a while. You kind of forget, but I would go as far as to say that's one of my fondest baseball memories, which is in theory saying a lot after we, you know, had the opportunity to play in the big leagues. That being said, what happened tonight, Texas versus Stanford, two powerhouses, right? We know it, two very well-known names, historic college baseball programs. Dude, they're going back and forth, blow for blow. The first game of that series actually had a misplayed fly ball by Stanford, would actually allow Texas to take the lead and win the game. So, uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate the way that it ended. Those are two of Texas, their their most veteran players, the center fielder and the right fielder. Man, you can see the emotion. It is that is tough, dude. They're you know on the flip side, you got Stanford losing their mind because they're going to Omaha, right? So 
it's just, it's a, to your point, you see the guys crying, you, you see the, the very transparent emotion that you can't hide. Some of those guys aren't going to play again. You, you, you dang sure can't assume you're ever going to get the opportunity to be in a, a position where you're, you know, one run away from going to Omaha. It's super cool to watch, super fun from a fan experience. To your point, it was always awesome in, in locker rooms and clubhouses to watch that dynamic and reminisce about what it was like to be in college. Don't sleep on University of Nevada with all those big leaguers you guys had. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that I think when we get into the clubhouse at that level, that's one thing that we that we genuinely enjoy because it's one of the few times – you know, in recent memory that that was the last time you played like as a team, you yeah. know, just about taking down the giant. So it wasn't about going to the big leagues or, you know, we had a lot of pro guys on, on that team, Brett Hayes, Kevin Kuzminoff, Chris Jimenez. And like the series in Nevada was tremendous. I mean, it was straight. The, the entire series was a web gem, but it was about <laughs> us trying to take down, you know, the great rice owls and like that at its purest form, where everybody's just kind of on board, just fired up, whether you're a red, red shirt freshman, you're a red, red shirt junior, just kind of sitting the bench, like it's all for one, one for all. And I, yeah. I'm, I miss that. And so when you go through these regional matchups and you see the emotion, it's definitely a special time. And I think that's one of the unique things that we experience in the big league clubhouse throughout the season. You know, you got NCA tournament spring training, you got the, uh, you got the NCA tournament, um, you know, NBA finals, which nobody actually gets to watch because we're in the middle of the game, but the, <laughs> the games are being played at just the, just the time where you're getting to the field, you're about to go take BP. And I think that's what makes it exciting because they're accessible when you're in the clubhouse and, you know, everybody's picking a side, whether it's G, you know, it's geographical California versus Texas, right. or it's a school that you actually went to. Um, but everybody's, everybody's dialed into these games because they know what it means to the, it means to these, these, these kids. Yep. No, it's, it's, it's second to none, man. You can't make it up. And there's, there's one more game still going on, but everybody else has got their, their ticket punched on Omaha, I think. And it's, uh, we, we need to, we need to do an update next week too. When, uh, when we got the teams in Omaha playing, playing for everything. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you haven't been to Omaha, I think it's one of those trips. If you're one of those sports fans, kind of bucket list type of deals, I, I would highly recommend it. Um, go to watch that in that atmosphere. Um, you know, just take like a bowl game, shrink it down into Rosenblatt or whatever the <laughs> whatever it's called these days, and, TD and go watch. Yeah, go watch three or you know, go watch three or four games. It's a it's a unique place. It's uh, definitely a piece, a true piece of Americana, which is the NCAA uh, World Series. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, TD Ameritrade is the name of the place now, but it's uh, downtown Omaha now. But and uh, it's we, if you, if you get the opportunity to go, you, you need to go check it out. And so, speaking of the the natural progression, uh, we mentioned you know playing, you know that great series at uh, at, at Nevada um, where we actually managed for three years not to get boat raced by the owls. Um, but that that next progression when. It's all said and done at the end of the day, and you make that next, you know, you make that next that next jump to pro ball and eventually get to the big leagues. You know, that rookie year, we have some there are some two, there's some two standout rookies right now. And for the first time, I believe in history, we had two rookies as the uh, as a, the player of the at the player of the week. Player of the week, two rookies. Yeah. Simultaneous. Simultaneous. Same Corbin time. Carroll, Gunnar Henderson. Gunnar Henderson just going off uh, Utah Utah Street, and I think he's uh, yeah. I mean, 
it's exciting. Like those were the two the two kids um, that everybody was hoping that would pan out. Obviously, the the Diamondbacks rewarded with uh, his projected value with the extension that they gave Corbin Carroll, and he's proved yeah. every single bit of it this year. I mean, for being a little guy, hitting 13 homers, pretty special. And I think Gunnar Henderson's just getting it, just finding finding his stride right now. And I tell you what, if if that kid finds a stride right now, that AL East and that team has already been able to do and hanging with uh, hanging with AL East and kind of turn some heads. And if he gets hot, like that's just an, uh, one more piece to that yeah. squad in the in the East. And if you look at the if you look at it like you kind of think about you look at the race and you just look at every, every person in the lineup is like, you don't have to do deal with Yandi. Then you're gonna have to deal with wander. If you don't deal with wander, you're gonna have to deal with Siri. If you don't have to deal with Siri, you're gonna have to, it's like across the board. And I think if this kid gets hot, like who knows what's going to happen in Baltimore. Yeah. No, and here's the thing. He he's, he's kind of taking a normal progression, right? Like didn't start off hot, but I think in June he's hitting over 400, obviously won the player of the week. You and I both know Baltimore is a very offensive park, man, especially when it heats up during the summer and it's hot there now. So, I, I, you know, I, I don't think there's any reason to believe he's not going to stay hot now that he's got his feet on the ground, got some confidence going. The O's are obviously playing well, dude. There's a lot, a lot of snowball there. That's a good thing. I think, I think it's there's reason to believe he's going to keep going. I like the kid, but I will say the Corbin Carroll guy, man, it is, uh, it's, it's some, it's a unique skill set, man. It reminds me. We were talking about this before we got on. It reminds me of a young Mookie Betts, man. Obviously left-handed, but in terms of just pure ability, you know, Corbin Carroll is probably a little bit faster. Obviously, just ask him. I'm sure he would tell you. But um, it's it's a similar skill set, man. An undersized guy, relatively speaking, that's got juice that can do anything juice. on the baseball field. He, but he can do anything, man. Like it's juice. Yeah, it's, it's, thirteen it's homer, thirteen homers in. Granted, you know, I don't know how many we're not going to nitpick here. I don't know how many have been hit in Arizona, which is a very favorable ballpark. But sure. like, I mean, you see him like the, the cat number two catch of the month on, you know, plays in, in May was Corbin Carroll. I swear he ran like 60 yards for this ball in the outfield and like <laughs> didn't even have to lay out head first. It was kind of like a slide with like an extendo arm. And, um, you know, but you look at the stats like 13 homers, he's got some pop. But if you look at the defensive statistics and the defensive metrics, like as far as feet per second covered, ground covered, plays made, percentile, like special for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's, he, he there's nothing on a baseball field he can't do. It, it's not an accident that Arizona gave him the extension, like you mentioned. He's going to be a cog in that lineup for a long time. The only thing you worry about with a guy like that is, you know, obviously being such a fast guy being built the way he's built is the soft tissue injuries potentially, but I love it, dude. He's fun to watch. The Diamondbacks are in first place, man, by the way. First place. Yeah. Going for their first division title since God knows when 2011, maybe. Um, But yeah, it's exciting because that's ultimately like what we wanted this season is to, is to mix it up. And particularly the West has always been kind of, has been dominated over the last two decades. It seems like by, by the Dodgers, like, and people don't, people forget when the giants won their three world championships, they didn't win the division. The Dodgers won the division. And so it's been a bit of a monopoly out there. Padres are still scraping to just figure it out, you know, with the money that they spent, but this is good for that division. Um, It's good for the West because there it's one of the few divisions where there's becoming a clear leader in an actual battle, um, you know, there's a battle up top. I don't think there's much of a battle in the central divisions because I think they're just they're all crap. Um, but the West with the Dodgers, the 
you, we need those rivalries. We need these teams that are that are emerging as favorites and that are going against what we know is the status quo, which is the last five years is the Yankees. It's a uh, you know it's Yankees. It's the or the Red Sox or or whoever. Right. But this is breaking up the monotony, and I I love to see it with essentially like a bunch of young kids, no name, you know, no names. We got Christian Walker. Shout out to Christian, you know, F boys yep. for Sarasota F boys for life, um, you know. But he's probably super the most pop. veteran presence there. So yeah, super um, pop Christian Walker, by the way. Stupid pop, best yep. BP. You know, oh man. I'm so, with you though. I think in Arizona they don't know any better right now. They're they're young. They got really good pitching, by the way. A couple of guys in that rotation that are that are dealing. That obviously is a big deal. But um, it, it, I agree with you. It's exciting to have have some have some fight going out there on the West Coast. They got a three and a half game lead right now. By the way, they're they're 15 games over 500. They're rolling, man. Rolling. And with uh, Longo there, I think just absolute best case scenario for him right now just being yeah. you know el veterano at the at the helm of a ship that's like just kind of just out of just wildly just out of control bunch of kids just causing absolute ruckus and just winning ball games like that's exciting for evan um coming into that situation it's kind of like what we're seeing in cincinnati where it's just like nobody's yeah. home kids are taking over the house College, parents are yeah. out and these kids are just they, they don't know what's going on they're just out there having fun and i think it's just it it's showing right now um so hopefully yeah. you know we started the show as a red show and i think you know obviously being ex reds we're, we're secretly rooting for them but i think yeah, it's man. like you have it i think like with those young kids they just have that effort in their system right now we're just like they're just they're just out there playing playing baseball they finally kind of hit their stride where they're not necessarily concerned about the disappointment or what happened last year or being yeah. the seller of the projected standings. They're just, they're just doing, they're just doing their thing right now. Yeah. I, th I think it goes back to though, a bunch of those guys played together coming up in the minor leagues and they've played well the last couple of years, right? Like that's how they got to the big league. So to them, what's the difference? I mean, yeah, you're playing in great American. Yeah. The, the, there's a third deck, but they've been doing this the last couple of years. So like they're, they're just showing up whacking balls into the river, you know, hitting triples <laughs> into the gap. Like it's, it's no different. So I, I think there's, I think there's something to that though. The camaraderie that these guys established in the minor leagues coming up together, like three, four or five guys at a time. Yeah. hundred percent, man. It, it translates, man. It's really unique. And we were very fortunate. That was one of the, I told, you know, early in the show, that's one of the toughest things for me is, is leaving, uh, leaving Cincinnati when I got traded, it was like, I don't, you know, most people really don't understand, like you, me, Jay, um, Hanny, Stubbs, Stubbs Lecure, mm -hmm. D-Ray, yeah. like D-Ray and I go back to um, Arizona Fall League. And when you have this type of contingent that can go from double A all the way to the show, it's a special thing. And I think that's what we said. It was like, how exciting is that for this young core to be together from a ball all the way to the big leagues. And like, that's seriously like the coolest thing. Yeah. And I think, I think it also helps that you have maybe what will somebody who has the, the talent, the ability to be one of the best players in baseball in LA de la Cruz that, 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 that helps. It does help. Yeah. It's a, a nice little lift. I think they're, they're riding that wave and, you know, I, but that's the thing about, you know, Ellie right now is that he has that talent to where you can just guys can just hop aboard like that excitement. He can change a game in yeah. an instant. Well, and, and when it's, you have it's that it's type contagious. of power. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's even contagious. the smile, 
like for me, you, you get the helmet coming off, you get the dreads, you get the, the, the cheese and he's, you know, he's got the veneers coming out. Like it's, 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 it's contagious when you have that kind of player who is so evidently having fun. I mean, obviously he's really good, but he's having fun. And that's, that's in, in a, in a clubhouse who hadn't had much of that recently. That, that's, that's, I think that's, that's, it, it's obviously we're watching it live and in color. Um, the, the past few weeks they've been playing good. Yeah, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, we have to touch on um, he he has the the fastest average uh, or, or feet per second. He has the fastest feet per yeah. second um, uh, time um, from home to first this year. I I believe it. I watched his <laughs> infield single and he fly he flies. Is yeah, he the fastest running, in the world? Probably not. Like you know, let's let's not get too ahead of ourselves. You're having a good week, but let's dial it down. Yeah. I, I feel like you know Usain could come back out of retirement right. and still still beat you like home my third friend, my friend miguel cairo used to say you got to stay humble stay humble <laughs> relax ellie yeah relax you're having a good week let's slow it down here uh you know conquering the world here but um you know moving on talking about corbin carroll and just like the size dynamic and yeah. what he brings to the table another guy who just passed a great milestone one of the all-time great players great teammates great people mm-hmm. speaking of dreads personality everything mr andrew mccutcheon yeah 2000 hits big time could like could not be happier you were For there sure. in 2007 i don't know if you remember me being on the bench with the stopwatch you know we'd be in indianapolis and i have a day off well knowing me i was probably injured but i'm telling you what one of the most exciting one of my all-time favorite players just so glad to like call him call you know call him a friend you've seen him in colorado last month it's like he is a he's an anomaly undersized guy with just stupid stupid electric talent unique athlete, when he man. hits a ball a lot of twitch a lot of twitch a, lo- a lot of twitch a lot of twitch and we're mm-hmm. not talking about the gaming platform but like mike trout twitch his hands i mean he was hit ball like just stupid pop undersized you know probably five nine five ten you know you thought he could be a speed guy watching him you know former track athlete going home yeah. to home to first like it is it was a sight to see back in the day but as he matured and playing with him in 2014 the balls that he hits just like i don't understand how it's possible yeah, no, he. I, I distinctly remember the rooster tail that he would leave running around the bases, just like kicking up dirt, look like a a, a, a tractor or whatever. But um, a propeller. That's right. He uh, just. A, I mean, like you said, man, tremendous human, like very philanthropic. He good dude, man. Two thousand hits is a lot, man. I, I don't. I don't know that that gets him into the Hall of Fame. He's a really, really good player for a long period of time. Um, but two thousand hits, I, I, you know, it's. I, the only thing really to say is congratulations to Kutch, man. It's, it's a big deal. I think there's an, another guy. I think Freddie's coming up on it. I don't know exactly how close he is. How close is Freddie? Do you know? Freddie's eight away. <clears throat> Freddie's eight away. And that yeah. is something that, you know, I can see. I mean, he just – another guy who absolutely rakes. And I I don't think, um you know, with the with a couple – I wouldn't say down years, but with, with, with Kutch bouncing around – the last couple years from Philly to New York um, made, you know, the quick stint in Milwaukee last year. And mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's the, that's the thing about it. And I, I hope people appreciate how amazing 2000 is, you know, we put this, um, we put the, we glorify 3000, which, which we should, because looking at the numbers and what it takes to get to 3000, 
is so like unfathomable at times, but right. um, there are some truly elite players. The best players of our generation are around that 24, 2500 mark. And yep. um, to exceed that 3000 mark is amazing. No, I don't think he's going to be in the hall of fame. He, personally, one of my favorites of all time. But if you look at the list of the other guys, the active players that he joined Nelson Cruz, Hall, probably Hall of Famer, 450 yep. home runs, career batting average 270, 280. One of the all-time great DHs of our of our time. Still playing ever at the four, ever at the position. Still playing at 42. 42 years old. Yep. I, I think I think that he gets in before Kutch. Kutch gets into the Pirates Hall of Fame, no doubt. He gets a sure. star on that yellow bridge. They might even call the bridge Andrew McCutcheon, yep. the Andrew McCutcheon Bridge. I, I can see that happen. I don't think he gets in the hall. He doesn't have 400 home runs. Um, 200 stolen bases, 200 um, home runs. Awesome. Yep. Um, I don't I don't know if he's ever won a gold glove either. Um, but the other names on that list are are, are Joey Votto, Mr. Mr. Joey Votto. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, some guy named Cabrera who like won the Triple Crown. It's kind of a big deal. Miguel. And if you can if you can name this. I don't even know. I wish this could be a trivia question right. where we had we like need, a sick giveaway. We need like a call-in line. I loved. I would love to. If, yeah, we need like a call-in number because I would love to send somebody on like a vacation, like a Disney cruise line, if they can figure out who the fifth player, the active player that has two thousand hits right now. You're never gonna guess it. Can I guess? We're gonna get this broken down. I mean, we're gonna break this down as it's broken <laughs> down. Us twelve years with the Texas Rangers, former currently Nelson playing for the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. A former Nelson Cruz teammate, Stinton, Oakland, 10, 9, 8, best, 7, One six, of the best bunners in baseball. Five, notorious error, Toronto Blue Jays series. Four, three, two, one, Elvis, Elvis Andrews. Elvis Andrews. Elvis Andrews, 2,000 mm-hmm. hits. Like, that's an elite club. Um, it is. But for, for Kutch, I think that's the beauty of, of, of his deal, too is going back to Pittsburgh, the prodigal son, um, to come back and have a huge milestone um, when that team uh, is, is doing pretty well. Like, there's yeah. no doubt that Look. they've turned it around. That, that's, the stadium is packed again, which from the first day that we started this show, I was adamant and very vocal about my my affinity for PNC Ballpark yeah. and the Pirates super, getting back on top. and Super to good park. Super good. I think, hey man, look, they're they've fallen off a little bit, but they're they're going in the right direction. I think it's safe to say the the, the Pirates as, as a team, the organization, for him to be back there, I think there's it's safe to assume that he's going to leave in a different way. But his imprint on on what what happens moving forward in Pittsburgh, which I think he'll take a lot from. That's going to mean a lot to him personally, knowing him. Cutch, 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 cutch. <laughs> Um, did you see the ball that Otani hit tonight? Uh, no. I don't even think this is, I don't, this isn't even on our topic list. I just have to, I just, I tweeted about it because I don't know if I just get super excited or I just get like kind of nauseous, the stuff that right. he's able to do. And I, I know if you watched our show on a regular basis, you're probably tired of us talking about Otani. Yeah. But if you, if you saw this ball, like I haven't been to text, I haven't been in the new ballpark. But word on the street, like I've seen some YouTube videos oh of some guys going out, try to hit a home run or home run derby. And it was yeah. playing huge. It was playing yeah. huge. Like they were smoking balls going the warning track. When I tell you that this guy who also throws 100 miles per hour hit a ball on the inner third. And when I we're talking about the inner third, 
All right, in, inside portion of the plate. You have three sections. There's the outside part, the middle part, and then the inside part of the plate. He took a ball right yeah, right yeah, and he hit it in the upper deck in left center. Right. He is now tied for the league lead in homers. It's gross. He's a good player, man. Actually, they're they're talking about how they're gonna pare down his workload to try to save him and keep him healthy for the rest for the remainder of the season. Um, but it's yeah, he's he's he does things other people can't do, man. Yeah, cer- certainly would be in their best interest. And you said the Angels are they're they're figuring it out right now. What's going on in the AL West? I think I think they're four or five games over five hundred, man. Yeah, they're 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 in the mix. In a, in a tough division, and it might yep. seem, you know, you know, we talk about four or five games over 500 in a, in a division where the Texas Rangers are, are, are boat racing that division, one of the best teams in baseball. And again, going back to the Rays, like they got humbled a little bit. And I think they, the Rays once again flex their muscles by going in and taking, taking that series from, from the Rangers. Yep, for sure. Um, can, we, can we talk about Oakland for a second? In this amazing reverse, reverse uh, psychology reverse, they got going. No, no, no. Re- reverse boycott. Everybody's got shirts. Everybody's buying tickets. They're showing up at the park. They're winning games. I think they. I think they got the longest win streak in baseball. Five games in a row right now. Five games, but they're going into like other people's houses, into division leaders, and taking them down, sweeping them with a broom, and just packing this, you know, poor Oakland Coliseum with shirts saying "sell." Um, but if that if that's what it takes. Like I'm all for it. Um, yeah, no, I've been I mean, very vocal. That team can't leave. Like they have to figure it out. So if this is the way that they revolt, think by all a, means revolt. Like it's a value. It's fans, a value the game. They're going to tie show up. They're going to tie themselves to the foul poles, but I would I would love that because if there's one place that that's going to happen, it's going to be Oakland. Like if yeah. you if you're not hip on history, go check out what the 60s and 70s like. Hate Ashbury. That's what they do. <laughs> you want to go play college baseball, you Cal, there's going to be some social impact situation where there's going to be some kids living in trees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to have some handcuffs to some trees yeah, or whatever, but that's what Oakland does. Like they stand their ground. So yeah. I hope that continues. They so can, all the it, Oakland Hayes fans go to the stadium, buy those $4 tickets, spend $7 on a custom T on a custom t-shirt, get a crappy hot dog. And don't let them sell. Don't you know? Sell the team. Like let's stay in Oakland. Get your sit in. Get your sit in on. They're gonna sit in. Right. They're gonna boycott. They're, it's 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 Oakland for life, bud. Oakland for life, rooted in Oakland. And with that, we send that to you, all the Oakland people. Stand your ground. Keep the team rooted in Oakland. Okay, do your thing. Don't ever change. Don't ever change. Mm-hmm. Until then, next time. This is Paul Yanish and Chris Dickerson. Yep. Stay Keep strong. it real.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.